Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Strength in the Numbers. And today I'd like to share with you a short story from a book that gets regularly recommended by our guest mentors on the show and it's from The Innovator's Dilemma by Clay Christensen. And it's to do with helping decision makers through innovation because innovation is a it's a vital part of business. It's a vital part of our workplaces because it gives us an edge in penetrating markets faster, in attaining faster feedback into what best adds value for our customers, our stakeholders, and enables us a potential path forward to being a going concern and towards sustained profitable growth. And the story helps us understand the difference between what to think versus how to think. Most of the time decision makers when they engage with finance, they're concerned with understanding what to do. Here are the results of forecasts. Uh, here are the, the problems uh, that are emerging from those. And perhaps here's some quick fixes to help you get back on track or back on the numbers. So this is what to do. And, you know, that's okay. But what if it doesn't solve the situation? And what if we need to be agile and need to pivot? And anyway, what do we as finest professionals as an accountant we're not business people we work in business but essentially we're not entrepreneurs we're not innovators per se we're not out there on the front lines with customers we've got this nice privileged position like a back seat I, I suppose behind the front lines and anyway most fundamental problems in business or within a marketplace cannot be solved with quick fixes they take a bit more time Although this idea of quick fixes and what to do from experts and gurus is very appealing. But what we do have in our arsenal and our toolkits and finance are a number of different methods, tools, stories, common sense when it comes to numbers that actually do help our decision makers, our business owners, our entrepreneurs, management make better choices, uh, more appropriate to their circumstances that they might find themselves in. So back to the book and the story, and it really relates to a time when Intel, the chip manufacturer, had their chairman, Andy Grove, call Clay Christensen and asked him to come out to where they were in Santa Clara and explain his research on disruptive innovation and help him and his top team understand what happens when a competitor enters a market. And the thing is, when he showed up in their offices he was told by Andy Grove look uh, stuff's happened we've only 10 minutes for you tell us what your research means for Intel and what Clay Christensen responded to Andy Grove was Andy I can't because I know very little about Intel uh, the only thing I can do is explain the theory first then we can look at uh, your company through the lens the theory offers and that's really a bit like us in finance we may not know the ins and outs of every business we're in, and nor should we. are not business people per se, we work in the business. So telling people what to do is probably not within our forte, but showing them perhaps a path forward, that's something that we can do. So anyway, what Clay Christensen did was he explained that disruption happens when a competitor enters a market with say a lower priced product or a service that a more established industry player may, may view as inferior. 
but the new competitor uses technology in its business model to continually innovate and continually improve its offering until it's good enough to satisfy customers needs which gives them a bit of a beachhead to go after uh, more profitable areas so anyway 10 minutes into Clay Christensen's explanation Andy Grove interrupted him impatiently and said look I understand your model just tell us what it means for Intel and he said Andy I still can't I need to describe how this process worked its way through a very different industry so you can visualize how it works so then he goes and tells Andy Grove and his management team about the steel mill industry in which Nucor and other steel mini mills had disrupted the integrated steel mill giants that had been built up by the famous industrialist Charles Schwab. And you see these mini mills they began by attacking the lowest end of the market the steel reinforcing bar or rebars as they're more commonly known and then step by step moved up towards the higher end um, products such as sheet steel eventually all but driving one of the traditional steel mills into bankruptcy and when Clay Christensen finished the mini mill story Andy Grove said I get it what it means for Intel is and then he went on to articulate what would become Intel's strategy going forward to deal with the bottom of the market and that's when they thought about launching the Celeron processor and essentially what Craig Clay Christensen was saying was if he tried to tell Andy Grove what he should think about the microprocessor business he would have absolutely picked to bits anything he'd said his arguments or thoughts but because he knows more about that business than anyone like Clay Christensen or anyone of us in finance could so instead of telling him what to think he was taught how to think and he reached the necessary decision about what to do on his own much more scalable much more valuable being a business partner not really telling people what to do but helping show them the way helping them visualize the path so the real process that happens here and what we can really help in finance is if people ask us a question on what to do rather than give them a direct answer and we're tempted to do this as accountants and finance professionals because we feel sometimes like we're expected to know all the answers but really what we should be doing is take their question run it through perhaps our tools in our own minds and it's probably going to result in some sort of course of action compared to another explain how it applies to their question um, be sure they understand it and describe to them how the process might work or has worked in another industry or another setting different to their own it just helps them visualize how the process or how the tool works in practice and people will tend to say okay I get it and then they'll end up answering their own question for themselves and with more insight than we could perhaps ever bring to the conversation and that's why we bring guest mentors onto the strength in the number show is to run through the various tools that they use and to help us understand different industries different markets that they've had experience with how they've dealt with things and it increases our insight that we can bring to our own careers but also borrow those stories saying there was a scenario where another a company had this challenge and this is how they dealt with it and that applies that in this scenario or do you understand what they did can you see the application in, in our current situation 
and that will help us build more influence and more impact within our organizations. So look, hope you really enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, we really appreciate when you recommend the show to colleagues and friends. You can subscribe on all the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Spotify, and Amazon Music. And as always, really appreciate your investing time with us today. So until next time, take care of yourselves and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.